has it begun? Uh, now it's begun. Wow. Feels like ages. So many ages. Many eons. Like a, like a tween. And I think I'm beginning it by, like, accidentally knocking my knee against the table. Good. So That'll that's, be good for Sam. That's going to be fun for you. My favorite. Also, I'm going <laughs> to knock my watch against the table at Why? least once today. Because no. it's just there. I'm going to take, take it off. Take it off. I'm going to take it off. I just think, take it off. I think I'll just take it off. Uh, that's, what, that's why I'm in a robe. It's so that I don't, nothing that I'm wearing causes any disturbance. And yet, when I wear a robe, you call me a messy homeless That's person. because you're not right out of the bathtub. <laughs> It's just like in general, you're in a robe like ninety percent of the time when yeah. we're in, high, in college. When we're in high school, I don't know. It's like the best way to live. And anyone who disagrees needs to watch The Big Lebowski. I've never seen it. Okay, that's why you don't understand. <laughs> I was literally in the bathtub watching Donnie Darko, uh-huh. like finishing it, because um, I haven't seen any movies, so I was watching it for the first time. Yeah. And I like thought it was weird and confusing the whole time, and then it ended not like the and then the ending. I was like, "Oh, I love this movie. This okay. is great. Oh, good. Yeah." I was like, "This is. I understand people like this now. It's wonderful. Yeah, yeah it ties the, the movie together. Yeah, because then like it well, then everything makes sense. Yeah, which is a line that you don't understand because you need to watch Big Lebowski. No, I don't. It ties the room together, feng shui's everything together. Yeah, in a. Wait, uh, so this is hysterical history. Ha 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 ha. Uh, I'm, I almost said I'm Alexis. (laughs) You sure aren't. I just got back from work and I'm not, my brain's not. I am Alexis. I'm Haley. And, uh, if you enjoy this, go leave a review on iTunes. It helps us out. Yeah. But we will be your guides today on this journey of weirdness from the past. Yeah. Related to both work and the topic the thing I told you, uh, it feels like ages ago. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a story to tell you, but we have to wait. Yes, I remember. we're on air. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there, I won't name details, because that would be rude. Sure. But I had a customer come up to me at work, and she's like, uh, where's your, uh, like, UFO uh, section? Mm-hmm. Like, She's oh. a Foo Fighter. Oh, it's over here. Actually, I think she asked for Stephen King at first. Okay. And I showed her. I'm like, oh, yeah, you should try Dreamcatcher. Because I'm like, I think that one has aliens in it because she liked like, sci-fi, but sure. she wanted horror and okay. Stephen King. I'm like, I think that one's kind of more alienish. So, sure. Uh, and she's like, you know, I saw UFO once. What? And I'm like, oh, God, tell me no. everything. No. <laughs> She's like, well, it was at night. Of course. They don't come out during the day. They don't come out during the day. Otherwise, they're identifiable. Yeah. Uh, And she says it had lights and it turned towards her. Mm. And she knew that it had seen her. The ship. The the, the object. The UFO. Mm -hmm. And then there, there was a V of geese. Thousands of them. Thousands. She said. She's she's like that, <laughs> that uh, girlfriend that Dane Cook had. There's like yeah. a thousand firefighters there. <laughs> no, there was not. That's too many firefighters. No, there was not. That's too many. They're like running into each other. There was not. There's not a thousand geese. Uh, but according to her... How like how much of the sky would you be able to see on all sides in order to see a thousand geese? No, no. You see, no. see it doesn't matter because the ship 
took all of them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it took- Why? <laughs> I don't know. Why does it want geese? First of all, how did she know they were geese specifically <laughs> and not just birds? Maybe they were honking Alexis. Second of all, are they all thousand of them in a V? Yeah. That's a long, you can't see a V that I long. I mean, I don't know if they were, but that's the image I had and in my And why opinion. do they want geese? That's what I asked. I'm like, why did they want geese? <laughs> Because I I want her to tell me everything. Yeah, of course. Like, why did they want the geese? She's like, I don't know. <laughs> what? I don't know, but it took all of them. No. I'm like, where did this happen? Was she, like, really high while well, this happened? she was a couple rungs short of a ladder. Sure. Maybe. Uh-huh. Uh, and I asked her where it happened, mm-hmm. and do you want to guess? Uh, Mars. Mm. <laughs> there are no geese on Mars. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> there were a thousand. Where was it? Sacramento, California. Okay. And I went, of course it was. Why? Uh, because I want her to relate to me as a human. Oh, okay. So she'll continue giving me juicy sure. alien secrets. Right. And also, maybe that's where serial killers come from. Well, most of them are up here, I feel like. Well, there, there's like a knot of them in Sacramento. Sure. The, like, just the Pacific Coast yeah. is filled with them. To there's, the brim. There's lots of places to put bodies. Yep. But, uh... Did she, has she told the uh, National UFO, like, reporting center that's in Seattle? Has she called them? Oh, I don't know. To let them know? Do you she still should. report it if it didn't happen in Seattle? I think it's I, I think it's the national one. I think it's for the whole oh, country. Oh, that's right. It's so, national. Yeah. So report a UFO today. Yeah, call whatever number that is in Seattle. Tell them all about your alien experiences. Mm-hmm. My other work uh, story is that I had to shelve in the chess section. Okay. And it took me like an hour. It's too many chess books. Because, like, there weren't even that many. Okay. It was like four small shelves. Sure. But they were so out of order. Ah. Uh, it was like they'd been alphabetized by a banana. (laughs) I thought chess people were smart, Alexis. But they're not. They are I think they are smart, they're just careless. Savage, terrible people. They just don't care. They can't. They can't even try. They couldn't care less if they tried. Oh, it was really rough. Another short story, this one is also related. Hmm. Um, I really want to see The Disaster Artist. Of course. Uh, but I read the book because I couldn't wait. And right. it was surprisingly very good. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if this will be addressed in the movie. But spoilers for life, I'm not unconvinced that Tommy Wiseau isn't a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm pretty mm-hmm. convinced. Right. Um, and the author didn't do a great job of convincing me that he wasn't convinced. Ah. Also. He gave you some evidence. He gave me a lot of evidence. Okay. He said that he comes into his apartment once, and Tommy's, like, hanging upside down with his arms crossed over his chest. Are you and lying? No. What? <laughs> he writes that. <laughs> hanging from what? Like a pull-up bar in a door. That's not safe. I mean, it's not safe, no, but he's also a vampire, so... So he'll be fine, even if so, he falls But down. everything makes sense now. It's like vampires want to, like, join the humans and learn about them, and they're like, you know what? I need to become a rock star, 
But this time he's like, I'm going to make a movie, and it's going to be the best thing ever, except this is real life and not an Anne Rice novel, so it turned out terrible. Yeah, it's the worst movie. The Room. So speaking of American vampires, I'm going to tell you about American vampires. And this is where we come to the What a great segue. I know. Speaking of the thing. I feel like I'm on a segue right now. Wow. Just zooming around. Yeah. They're pretty fun. I've never been on one. We We should do the tour in Seattle. They're like pretty fun. I, th- I don't think I do well. Let me see. So bring it all around. We're going to talk about the fear response in humans. Well, Which, most according to De- Donnie Darko, is the opposite of love. I disagree, but... On this, that's the two extremes. No, I think... Fear and love. The opposite of love is indifference. Well, what's the opposite of fear? Confidence. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All I can think about right now is Michael Scott, when he says, do I want to be feared or do I want to be loved? And he says, I want people to be afraid of how much they love me. <laughs> yeah. Yep. There you go. Anyway, sorry. Uh, so, if you, like, spook a chimpanzee, it's, spook. if you spook it, because this is a spooky episode, Ooh. it's gonna, like, throw its poo at you and then bite your face off. Great responses, both. the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, sure. as they say. So, like, today we have people who... Or the banana. Or the banana. <laughs> or they they blame, you know, autism on vaccines. Uh-huh. There's going to be a lot of people blaming things on words that start with V in this episode. Mm. Uh, like, what was one of like, them? Oh, Vikings. Like, blaming, like, murder rates on video games. Ah, Yes. For instance. Of course. And a couple of decades ago, it was like Harry Potter was like a, was causing the devil to shoot out of people's eyes. It's true. I saw it. Yeah. My child had a Satan. <laughs> what? <laughs> had a Satan. <laughs> Satan's only one dude, dude. What if it's like it's a... It's like a demon, what not if sa- a Satan. No, no, no. Lowercase s. So it's like a, an amount of... It's a unit a sedan. <laughs> a sedan. <laughs> Stupid. Okay. If you read a whole Harry Potter novel, you have you are. I thought right. you just to say if you read a whole Harry Potter. If you read one Harry Potter, your blood level is going to be at like eighty four satans. It depends on which one. I'm thinking some of them first, are longer. Than I think the first one. Okay. Is there a critical satan level? I think in book six is the longest one. Well, yeah, but like, how many satans would you? I don't know. Would, is there, do you ever, is it a post-mortem that you, when you tell? Micromorts. <laughs> Micromorts. Uh, <laughs> for every Saitan you have, you have a 1 in 1,000 chance of death by demon. By demon. Or being a, a critical and lifelong lover of books. I thought you were going to say critical failure. Nope. <laughs> The opposite. My brain's doing that thing where it finishes your sentences before you do. Finishes my sandwiches? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Soup snakes? Soup snakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we used to have people who blamed young girls and women on stuff. Witches. They're like, you're a witch. She turned me into a newt. I got better. <laughs> exactly. If you don't know what that reference is to, then go to bed. But you, they like alarmed all of their authority figures, and they're like, "I guess we should torture them, right, and make them admit to it." Because you got to get them to admit it. Uh huh. There's this whole thing, but uh, which weirdly is not very reliable. 
Yeah, weirdly, if you if you just someone, put someone in enough pain, they'll say almost anything to make you stop doing it. They'll do anything, mm-hmm. including admit to things they have never done or even thought about. Yeah, strange, weird. Mm. You think that would work every time? Yeah, but uh, that that incident is so famous that non-Americans probably know what I mean when I say Salem witch trials. I'm sure they do. But this is uh, a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Did you know? You you do because I told you once before. That doesn't mean I know right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Keep going. America had an enormous vampire scare. You have talked to me about this before, very vaguely, but I don't know anything specific. Yeah. So when I say American vampire scare, uh, when do you think it took place, and how long did it last? Hmm. I would assume this feels like, like a... Like, what trends come to mind? What were people wearing in the streets? What was on the radio? Like, all vampire things... Oh, there's radio. <laughs> well, if there's radio, what's on the radio? Okay. Um, all vampire things immediately make me think of Victorian things. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, in the 1800s, like mid-1800s. Yeah. Uh, in America, people wearing gothic crap and <laughs> gothic people, crap. like you know, they got they're wearing, they're wearing high neck things to hide their vampire bites, just to keep themselves safe. Secretly, Elizabethan vampires. A lot of uh, a lot of. Well, no, like like more like turtleneck kind of things. Turtleneck, but not actual turtleneck. You know what I mean? I know what you mean, but I just got a. I don't picture. mean like big collars. What I'm saying in my mind with a vampire turtleneck, and it was really good. <laughs> and like big old crosses and stuff. Yeah, yeah, lots of black. Uh, so the the earlier dates for this are in the 1700s, mm-hmm. and it goes on until pretty much the 1900s. That's too long. It's it's like a hundred years of vampire scare. A century. It's a century, and you are going to lose your mind when I tell you what people were doing about it. We we are going to cross off so many new new states oh. on our crap list today. We're gonna wipe oh, like, out. We're gonna like crap on a whole bunch of states. Yeah, oh, and okay. uncover some personal lifelong mysteries that you and I have had. What? Yes. I don't. This. Okay. Let's get to it. Okay. So I want to take you back before Cedric Diggory became a sparkling white man who wanted to die every time he looked himself in a mirror. But he can't see himself. No. To the actor. Oh. Wanted to. Yeah. Back when he was just a sweet Hufflepuff. Yeah. Back when he didn't deserve anything. He didn't deserve any of it. And before Anne Rice made all of her floofy gay immortals Yay. talking out their ex-boyfriends for 500 years. Mm. This is uh, back when immigrants started bringing vampires to America. How uh, dare they? How dare you? Freaking immigrants every time. It's always the immigrants. Which ones? Slavics and Germans in the 1700s, mid-1700s. Yeah, late 1700s. who's surprised? Yeah. So the old world vampire isn't really at all like the modern one. Okay. Uh, it's it's far more bestial and savage, and it, mm. it, it doesn't even stand upright all the time and like wear cool hot topic clothes mm. and turtlenecks and... 
It's not a rock star. We really sexed up vampires. We really sexed them up. Right. So this is before our vampires are like vampires and succu or not. Sorry, incubus is like combined. Mm -hmm. Basically, they're not like rocking out to Frank Sinatra as they drive down a road with like newspapers all over their windows and a little slit in the front, so they can see kind of drinking beer, even though they doesn't. There's no point to it. It Doesn't really do anything. They're just complete losers. Yeah. Anyway. Like there's these, one, these ones are hunchy. They're well, probably. They're uh, they're diseased. Ah, they're uh, an omen of like terrible things that get into a community and just ravages them. It, I think mm-hmm. it's I think more of like the modern day concept of uh, like a Wendigo. Okay. Like um, like the spooky, scary creature that like runs around and eats people at night. Right. Wendigos are kind of like werewolves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like, there's been a notion of vampires that, like, every culture seems to have. Like, Chinese have one. Ancient Mesopotamia has one. Cool. Rome and Greece all have them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the the one that America got was the Slavic kind of Germanic right. tradition. Uh, but that, it's been in Europe, like, for ages before they come over. Mm-hmm. And I, I was writing some notes because I couldn't... Right, when I think about vampires, I almost exclusively think about Europe. Right. Uh, yeah. Because they talk. just so strongly, uh, like, write about mm-hmm. them, and they have so much, like, specific lore about them. And, right. Yeah. So, in 1679, this is a little unrelated, but I was very amused, a guy named Philippe Rohr devoted an entire essay uh, to corpses that shoot through their shrouds. Oh. And he's like, what up with that? What up with that? What's up? <laughs> and it was picked up again and again, this topic, through the 1730s. And clergymen and theologians are putting down a lot of ink on it because it's very important to them if corpses are getting up and walking. Yeah, that's not good. Because uh, it's like, you need to wait your turn until Jesus. Yeah. We don't get to be resurrected yet. Calm down. Calm down. Sinners. Uh, you, you're filled with satans. Uh, a, to the brim. A pope even weighed in in, in 1749, Benedict Fourteenth, uh, who was apparently a great scholar and promoter of uh, kind of scientific thoughts in his day. Like, good comparatively. Good, comparatively, sure. yeah. I mean, for the 1740s. Right. Uh, good job. Who said, in his opinion, while the incorruption of the bodies of saints uh, was the effect of divine intervention... All the phenomena attributed to vampires was purely natural or the results of imagination, terror, and fear. Ah, so fear. It's like you're making it up in your mind, and unless they're a saint, it ain't real. I mean, that's good. Yeah. Because that's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it doesn't stop anyone from thinking about it. Of course. Uh, So people have to do something about it, and what do you do? Uh, cut off people's heads. Kind of, yeah. You start killing the dead people. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you not kill the dead people? You have to people? make sure they stay dead. Yeah. Cut off their heads. Uh, so in Europe, there was some... Uh, people didn't feel great about other people digging up dead bodies and staking them through the heart. I mean, it's not the best. It's not, like, awesome. It's not, like, awesome. No. Uh, but some people would dig up the body and stake through the heart. Others would, like, rearrange the bones and remove organs and then burn the corpse. 
I like that if they just move the bones around, they're so confused when they wake up that they yes. can't figure it out. They're like, where the F is my femur? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. I took it, so good luck walking. I took it. Good luck walking, loser. <laughs> I hope you're ready for the skeleton work. You ain't got no legs. And he's like, oh, I guess I'll just be dead. I guess I'll just sit here. <laughs> Root from the sidelines. sad. But I talked about the fear response, because mm-hmm. often people start getting rambunctious about vampires when people in the community are getting sick. Ah. So it's a fear response to... Illness. Illness. Yeah, because it's like, you know, there's there's something unknown that's causing a problem and mm-hmm. you don't know how to fix it. Right. And you're desperate for it to be something controllable, mm-hmm. because we hate when we can't control things. Yeah. Whether it be vaccines or vampires. Right. Uh, but one of them is much better than the other one. Yeah, one of. Uh, anyway. You can guess. <laughs> Please. We'll, we'll put up a poll and you can vote. Uh, I'm not even like, into America yet. There's so much like weird vampire stuff in Europe. Sure. Uh, Maria Teresa of Austria. Aha. Empress. Yes. Uh, I forget I where I was. Her. Reading it, someone used quotation marks around Empress. I'm like, you're funny. How rude. How, how saucy That's so of you. rude. Empress. I guess. <laughs> she sent her. You. I know. She sent her personal physician down to investigate claims of vampirism. That's mm-hmm. how, like, high up it got. Wow. And he found no evidence, and the Empress passed laws prohibiting the opening of graves and ritual shenanigans performed on corpses. Good job, Bay. Uh, so that's why I have Maria Teresa Vampire Hunter in my Google search results. Beautiful. Uh, but that's Europe. Europe. And pretty sure America wasn't a nation then, because the physician died in, like, 1772. Sure. Europe's, like, pre-America. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we know so much European history. It's like, where did our people come from? Those are the people we'll talk about the most. America doesn't have any history, so we learn everybody else's history. So we'll just learn these peoples, because eventually they become us. Yes. So. Or their progeny. A culture with no fear or anxieties would be a culture with no monsters. Boring. Boring. Yes. Yeah, then where would you get all the sexy, terrible losers? Right. In modern day you, pop culture, they wouldn't exist. They have to be human ones, and that's the worst. Right. That's not great. So, in colonial and later early America, uh, later early America, later, later, <laughs> you but know, still early, late early times in America. <laughs> it's it's later, but it's still early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Time for a it's nice like jog. Ten fifteen. <laughs> Time for America. maybe a cup of not tea because we threw it away. It's in the bay now. That's right. It's garbage. It's our bay now. Garbage bay tea. <laughs> Sorry. But uh, maybe get up, realize you have tuberculosis, and dig Whoops. up someone and burn the body. Why not? Why not? So... I like the idea that I get up and I'm like, oh, ooh. I have tuberculosis. Like, I just... Ooh. I know. Got a, bit of the, got a bit of the tea bee. <clears throat> I got a little cough and then I know I'm ooh. dead. Time to... Oh, it must be a vampire in town. Ooh. Who breathed into my lungs with his death juice. You know, kind of sipped. Like I've been sipped in. Got the consumption. So. It's consuming my thoughts and feelings. Uh, So they, communities need a scapegoat for illness, and TB is the one that's uh, the most predominant. 
if mm-hmm. uh, people were dying in the community, you tended to look towards the first one who died and like maybe they came back or maybe like it's the last one still hanging on. There's a lot of ways they figure out who the vampire is. Gotcha. Uh, but they'd be given that person the hard stink eye and if you're the first one, you're like definitely getting dug up. Sweet. I don't even know why they bothered burying them. Right. It's, it's like, like waste of time. Just wait. Just stake them before you plant them. Like, sure. They're coming back. Yeah. Anyway. Don't don't even bury them. <laughs> like, what are you worried? I, I mean, actually, this is probably true. I'm like, <laughs> are you worried? Oh, wait a minute. I thought about it. Yeah, then I thought about it. I'm like, and you probably is, right. are worried that if the rapture happens, like, what if you staked someone on accident? Yeah, that's probably a bad Like... <laughs> Who's going to be more pissed, the, like, staked Mima who comes out of the ground or the rest of your family that died because you didn't stake Mima earlier? Like, there's there's a risk-reward thing going right, on. Right. Anyway, so people needed medicine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they, they really do. They really didn't have <laughs> anything. We have uh, some 80 documented... Uh, exhumations mm-hmm. in the U.S., uh, but it could be as like up in the hundreds, just cool. because they weren't documenting it. We haven't found the graves, right? Etc. Uh, most of it is centralized in New England. Who is surprised? Uh, I Anne Rice. Is she? I don't know. Everything seems to happen in Louisiana. I've never read one of her books. Oh, yeah. I think she's from Louisiana. I, don't know any, so. I mean, that makes sense. Like, everything happens Why in Why is New everything Orleans. of Stephen King's in Maine? Uh, he's never left Maine in his life. That's why. <laughs> it's because he's still there. It's That's why. He's still standing in Maine. It's because it's still there. You know about when I had tuberculosis, maybe, right? No. Oh. Oh, is it like when they did the test in college? Was yeah. Because yeah. if you're white enough, because uh, they, what they do is they like stick some fluid underneath your uh-huh. like arm uh under your skin and then if it like has a bulge then maybe you have tuberculosis and if it doesn't <laughs> then you're fine and for most people that's pretty easily rules out having it yeah but uh yeah i i went in and i came back the next day and i got inconclusive and i was like uh-oh like that's bad <laughs> So I called work, and I was like, I might have tuberculosis, so I can't come. And they were like, okay, that's fine. (laughs) I guess stay home. Don't come. Bye. (laughs) Uh, But noteworthy that no one's like, hmm, maybe vampire. No. Okay. But uh, it makes sense, though, because the only reason that it comes back that way is because I'm super white, and so my skin is really sensitive to everything. Yeah. Um... They, like Which, put a, they put a bit of barbecue sauce on you, and there's, like, yeah. bumps everywhere. It's like, oh. Inconclusive. The, uh, my favorite ribs. was I had to get it done a second time, right? Because you have to get it done when you work with children. Mm-hmm. And when I became a sub, I had to do it in yeah. Nevada. And then I came back, and it was, like, bumpy, and it had been itching. And so, that, I mean, I was like, that's not going to be good either. <laughs> right. And so I came back, and she was, like, uh, looked at it, and she was like, hmm, because obviously it looks bad. And then she was like, did it itch? And I was like, yeah. And I, like, look really bummed because I know she's going to be like, hmm. <laughs> Uh, and she was like, have you done this before? And I was like, yes. And she's like, did the same thing happen last time? I'm like, yeah. And she was like, okay, well, it's probably just because of your skin <laughs> reacting badly to it. You're probably fine. You're probably too white for this test. But my favorite, but my favorite thing was she told me, she's like, this test isn't very conclusive anyway. And I was <laughs> what? like, what is the point then? Why like, do you do oh, it? Oh, it's inaccurate all the time. It's like, why, why? 
Maybe maybe the positive results are, like, very, very positive. Maybe. But, like, I think it's mostly they're just looking for you to get a negative result. And then if you get anything close to a positive, it's like you just look at the symptoms. And I don't have any of those. Sure. Like, they're like, have you ever had any cough or anything? I'm like, no. And they're like, okay, you're good. Bye. Also, just being able to say to the parents, well, we tested them. Well, we tried. Yeah, yeah. We, we poked them. Yeah. And uh, they didn't die. So they can be around your kid. Yeah. So I want to mention that this is like backwoods New England. Okay. Uh, Vermont. And, ooh, it's for... <laughs> <laughs> you knew it. Is that right? Yeah. Yes! <laughs> I'm so proud of myself. Uh, in mostly 1800s, it's like later 1700s, mm. very, very early 1900s. Okay. But... All of the 1800s. Gotcha. Like, you weren't walking down Fifth Avenue, Manhattan, staking people because there was a cough going around. This is deep backwoods country, New England. Nice. Uh, The problem is, for most of U.S. history, like, all the country is backwoods. It's true. All of it. It's true. So, tuberculosis. It was called the White Plague in the 19th century. (laughs) Because white people Uh, are the only ones who get it. The real whiteies. Yes. But famously called consumption, because it consumed you. I didn't know they were the same thing. Yeah. Hmm. Every time they say consumption when I'm watching something, I'm like, I don't know what that means. (laughs) I always... And I would just say, okay. I think I used to think it was something to do with, like, eating and drinking too much. Right. Because that makes sense. Or is that gout? What's gout? I don't know. Look it up on your phone. Okay. Stop playing your game. I thought gout was, like, when you had something wrong with your, like, limbs. Maybe. We're bad. All I can hear is on Impractical Jokers when that guy's like, some people got gout. And I'm like, what's happening? (laughs) What is it, though? I don't know. So, TB is, to this day, a very deadly and dangerous disease. Right. I you, have, you get quarantined <laughs> by the CDC if you have yeah, it. Yeah, it's, like, serious, serious stuff. Um, a form of arthritis characterized by severe pain, t- redness, tenderness, and joints is gout. So, it's just, like, you're stiff. It's just arthritis. Okay. Um, here's some pictures. I don't know. They're not that bad. Okay. That one's real bad. I mean, yeah. That one, but I guess I don't like even your, need, I don't even need to point. You know what it's one like, I'm talking it's about. True. It's like your joints get inflamed, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, I wanted to give some, some numbers because everyone loves numbers, especially numbers if they're driving to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so despite the overall incidence of TB dropping like 20% since the 90s, Woo. the World Health Organization still predicts 36 million TB deaths in the next 20 years. Wow, that's a lot. Uh, let me see. One third of the world's population is infected with TB. Wow. In 2015, 10.4 million people became sick with TB disease. There were 1.8 million TB-related deaths. That's so many. Uh, it's bad. Mm-hmm. When I say bad, I mean it. Right. <clears throat> TB is the, or a leading killer of people who are uh, infected with HIV. Oh, okay. So uh, once your immune system goes down, it, it just gets you. Right, of course. It gets you. If it can just waltz in. Right. With, like, the doors are wide open. Yeah. So, uh, this is, like, one of the few ways I can kind of compare. So, there's been a slight increase with TB incidence rate per 100,000 people. But it's been pretty stable in the U.S. at approximately three deaths. uh, Or, no, that's just incident rate. So, three incidences per 100,000 people. So around like nine and a half thousand for the whole country. Sure. Uh, 
In 2009, there were 529 deaths attributed to TB and a death rate of 0.2 per 100,000 people. So a death rate of 0.2 per 100,000 in 2009. So in Massachusetts, around around the 1860s, the mortality rate per the same number of people uh, was almost 400. What? That's so many people. So instead of 0.2 per 100,000, it was 400. That's a lot. Uh, It could kill you slowly over many years, or it could kill you very fast, which they call the galloping TB, Mm. which is... Uh, I think you, you get it at the same time other people do, but you remain asymptomatic or you just don't show symptoms for right. a long time, and then it'll just jump you all at once. So it could tear through a whole family, a whole town. People, like, sleep in the same rooms, in the same beds. Mm-hmm. It's If someone in your family gets it, everyone's going to get it. Terrible. Uh, so it's like, it's bad. It hits New England in the 1730s. Okay. By the 1800s, it was the leading cause of mortality in New England. Wow. And by it, I mean vampires. Mm-hmm. Of course. What else would it be? <laughs> so it's fever, bloody cough, mm. visible wasting away of the body. Blood, of course. Uh, blood everywhere. When the disease uh, hits the Romantic era, which is what we were talking about, like Victorian vampire-ness, mm-hmm. uh, I think a lot of people have heard of it, but probably some haven't. That there was that thing where women started like coloring their themselves with their makeup to look paler, like they were sick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was like the disease that Lord Byron wanted to die of. It was uh, like dramatic. It was dramatic and in fashion, which is right. so adorable, so interesting to me. It's like you you're trying to look like you're dead. Right, whereas, like, now we use blush for the opposite. Like, I have to wear blush when I wear foundation or else I look dead. Right. So it's like people, it really makes, like, I don't know, just the whole extrapolating what makeup means. Right. Like, if the whole point is to look younger, it's like, at some point, it's like, you know, you shouldn't, you really shouldn't be dating children. <laughs> yeah. And then with... And that's like, you want to look like you're dying. It's like... Now you're now you're Nosferatu. It's not attractive. It's <laughs> not sexy. It's not sexy. Sorry, I was trying to hold in my laughter because you said romantic era, but for some mm-hmm. reason I thought you were gonna say when it reaches your romantic area. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a weird way of like yeah, referring to genitals for children. <laughs> your romantic area. That's, oh, that's gross. I know. I don't like it. I hate it. That's but that's what I thought was happening, yeah. and I was like. Oh, no. When it reaches your romantic area. <laughs> so uncomfortable. Gross. <laughs> Sorry, but I had to tell you. Anyway. Anyway, so back to more pleasant things, like Vampires. people dying. Yeah. So we discover the TB bacteria in 1882, but rural areas do not get the memo. They don't have computers. They don't have anything. They don't even have horse carts and buggies. No. They're just out in the boondocks. Murdering each other, whatever they do. Yep. Yep. In eighteen ninety two, one physician blamed tuberculosis on drunkenness and want among the poor. Ah. So he's like, uh, people drink a lot and they're like not rich, so that's why they are dying. Maybe if they stopped like drinking and and being gluttonous, like stop wanting so many things you don't have, losers. Right. Then Uh, you won't die. Uh, some 19th century cures included drinking brown sugar dissolved in water mm-hmm. and frequent horseback riding. It's <laughs> very weird. <laughs> I don't understand that, but okay. Here's some sugar water. Get on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
get out there. Yeah. Get you up. The gyrating up and down <laughs> helps, I guess. All that cold, terrible air in your face. Oh, gosh. You know what'll help this? If you go real fast. <laughs> Gotta go fast. Right off a cliff. <laughs> you know, that that disease is galloping, so will you. It makes sense. It can't keep up with you. You're too fast. <laughs> if, if you're riding on a horse, you can't be drunk. Therefore, That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible leak of logic. Uh, to stay on a horse, you can't be drunk. Also, like, obviously nowadays owning horses means you're pretty rich because we don't yeah. need them anymore. But I feel like even then you have to be pretty rich to own a horse. Right. To be able to ride one. So it's like, if you if the reason that you have this is because you're poor and the solution is buy a horse to right. ride, <laughs> like, that's not going to work. Yeah. That's a terrible... <laughs> what? Yeah, it's bad. We don't understand. So... That doesn't work. With that in mind, it mm-hmm. almost is like a much better reasoning that it's a vampire. Like, that, that almost sounds logical compared to maybe you should drink some sugar water. I don't know. Brown sugar water sounds pretty good. To so. cure your cough? I would do it. I mean... I mean, I don't think it would help, but I'd do it. <laughs> so, everyone's getting sick. It's got to be the dead guy, right? So they started blaming vampires. Of course. Uh, it's easy to have a scapegoat who's already dead. Right. Because they can't defend themselves. A, a dead goat. Eh. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh-huh. So what had to be done was they had to exhume the body the dead guy or girl and stop the vampire. Hmm. The first known reference to an American vampire scare event is a letter to the editor uh, of the... Connecticut, Connecticut Current, Connecticut, and Weekly Intelligencer in 1784. They're the first ones to admit it. Yeah, this is our first like record. Hmm. Uh, Councilman Moses Holmes from the town of Willington. That's not, his name isn't real. Mm-hmm. Moses Holmes. Yeah. He's like what? Moses Holmes. He sounds like a vampire hunter. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm Professor Moses Moses Holmes. He's like the next best. And I'm here to thing, take you out. Which is an old person who complains about the neighbors. Oh, I love him. <laughs> so he wrote. Does he complain that they're vampires? Yeah, kind yeah. of. Kind of. He he writes Amazing. to this publication, uh, warning people to be aware and stay away from a certain quack doctor slash foreigner. Okay. Who is... Freaking foreigners. Who is telling people to dig up and burn dead relatives to stop tuberculosis. Ah. And Holmes had seen several children dug up at the doctor's request. Children? Yeah. And he was putting his foot down. Yeah. By writing the strongly worded letter. Thank you, Moses. (laughs) I keep saying Moses. Moses. Thank you, Moses. Uh, I agree with you one hundo. And this is a quote from his letter. And that the bodies of the dead may rest quiet in the graves without such interruption, I think the public ought to be aware of being led away by such a man. Personally. Personally, I think we should get rid I of think, all the foreigners. Personally, kill the witch. He's, he's just complaining about immigrants in the newspaper. Right. I mean, if that's true, though, about them digging up people as vampires, yeah, I agree. Probably. Hello, I am from Transylvania, a place I'd like to dig up little uppity little ones. Little children, because sick. they might be vampires. Okay, bye. Uh, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, hi, doggy. <laughs> oh, hi, doggy. Uh, some modern-day scholars think that the rumors of vampirism uh, make a little bit of sense, which we, I mean, we were kind of talking what? about. Uh, not specifically as tied to TB, but kind of in general. Okay. Uh, 
So if, I mean, you can tell that people are making uh, misguided but very keen observations about the nature of decay, I suppose. Okay. So they open up the coffin and they're like, oh, this this body looks kind of fresh and like it's eaten recently. And if you stake it in the heart, it'll like scream or jerk around or something. So uh, bodies will bloat with decay, so it might look like it's eaten something recently. Uh, Sometimes fluids can escape from orifices, so maybe there's some blood. Sure. Uh, Screaming? uh, Gases escaping after puncturing... What would that sound like? A scream? I mean, I don't think it would be a scream, but if you're scared of vampires and it makes any sound whatsoever, they're like, it screamed at me. True. All I can think of right now is, like, BuzzFeed Unsolved, Uh and, like, which is the same as every other, uh, you know, ghost hunting thing, where they, like, record uh, the tiniest sounds that happen, and it's like, right here, it sounds like this ghost says, get out. (laughs) And it just says, like, grow, grow, and then, and then that sounds like gra- grandma. And then you hear Shane like, "I'm pretty sure that was an owl." <laughs> That's not exactly like the other sound. That was definitely uh, an owl. That was an owl asking for its grandmother. Yeah, clearly uh, stupid idiot. So put on your tinfoil hat. Also, as context, I guess like the rural areas were kind of falling apart. Like, the farming was going really terrible, and people mm. were heading to the cities, and Bye. there were just, like, a lot of abandoned farmhouses and stuff. And the, weird. Yeah. Can you imagine that, like, now somebody abandoning a house and, like, right. it, or in droves, and people not, like, scooping those up immediately? Right. They're just standing there empty. Now we're, like, <laughs> nowadays everybody's like, if one day I could maybe own a house, that's my dream. Also, this was so interesting when I read this. So, uh, contrary to the puritanical reputation that the uh, New England area has. Mm -hmm. In the 1800s, I read somewhere that only about 10% of uh, the rural people belonged to a church. Oh, that's very low. Which is extremely low. Especially, like, if you think about compared to now. Right, which it's, like... uh, Because rural areas now in America are much more religious than All of it. (laughs) So you have a bunch of people out there just in complete cultural isolation. Weird. No Mm -hmm. gods, no kings, no science either. (laughs) Just nothing. No, no, No kings, no gods, just vampires. Only vampires. Just the vamps. Uh, so... In an attempt to protect people who were still alive, they dug up bodies and stabbed them. Cool. In different areas, they had different rituals. They had different uh, uh, traditions. Sure. Pick up your phone from the table. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so, in Maine and Massachusetts, they would just dig up the body and flip it over and then close it back up. <laughs> dig downward into the center of the earth. This confuses And them. then we won't have to worry about it. They get all turned around. They're so there. embarrassed when they wake up and their butt's the first thing up. They think they're buried upside down and they're like, gosh dang it. Uh-oh, they got me. <laughs> you got me. You got me there. Uh, got me what there. The F? In Vermont and Connecticut, they would burn the person's heart. Good. That <laughs> seems like it makes sense to yeah. me. More than flip them over. So, uh... I think, so, when, some backstory for the listeners. Mm-hmm. In college, 
uh, for some reason, we were looking at statistics of different U.S. states and their population per capita, <laughs> per area. For fun. For fun. Because <laughs> why? No one knows. No one knows. One time we also looked up, like, name, like, like classic names from, like, 1700 Sweden. Yeah. Which is how our door became named Nandor. Because <laughs> that was a common name. Nandor. 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 Get it? Because door. And then Mordor. Yeah. And Mordor. Nandor and Mordor. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so there's one, obvious ones like Alaska and Wyoming because they're huge and they don't have that many people per right. square mile. Of course. But then Vermont came up and we're like, you're in the midst of like huge population centers. Everything over there should be settled. What's wrong with Vermont? Well, and it's very strange because New Hampshire is right next to Vermont. Right. It is literally the exact same shape and size <laughs> just as Vermont. Flipped, just flipped. And yet it has like almost twice as many people. So we're like, what's so strange? So we tried so many different ways of asking Google, what's wrong with Vermont? <laughs> and it didn't tell us what anything. Is, what is it? What is but Vermont? I think we know. It's back in the day. They would dig up bodies that have been dead for weeks, crack it open, which not the easiest thing to do. Uh, unless it's, like, all squishy, and then you just, like, sink in, I guess. Mm. Pull out the heart with their thick, hick, bare hands. <laughs> thick, hick. Because latex gloves and face masks aren't a freaking thing. Nope. Just touch the dead corpse with your hands, and then they put take, them directly into your mouth. Then they take the heart, and they set it on fire. I mean, that's awesome. That's, it's, like, that's something that I feel like... The Aztecs would be like, yeah. That's kind of metal. They're into this. Yeah. They're like, why are we thinking about setting them on fire? Uh, Rhode Island was worse. Ooh. It gets worse. So, Rhode Island was originally founded as a safe place for religious deserters. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I did a report on Rhode Island when I was in fifth grade. Yeah. Um... And then we had to write essays about who our heroes were, and I wrote about, like, the, the lady who founded Rhode Island, whose name I can't remember, and someone. You should do an episode on her. Mm. And someone. Yeah, she was cool. She was real metal. Cool. Yeah. So, so I, have a, I have a special deep connection in my heart to Rhode Island. Yeah, Rhode Island is where, at the time, all the misfit toys like to yeah. hang out. Lots of fun when the vampire scare comes around. I bet. Their uh, families would burn all of the organs... Mm-hmm. They would rebury the body, sometimes cutting off the head. Cool. See, that's what I said. Yeah. Me and Rhode Island. The heart would definitely be burned and sometimes eaten. Oh. Sounds like... I mean, if you're already cooking it... <laughs> I mean... Why not? We have the barbecue out. Ugh. Hearts? I don't think hearts are good, though, in general. Like, I don't think that's good eaten, personally. Hey, that's a guarantee. That's the Rhode Island guarantee. <laughs> Take your heart out, cook it, and eat it. Cook it, and eat it. It's very strange to me that you would need to eat it after you burned it. But okay. I mean, why would you eat it raw? That's silly. That's not what I mean. You, what do you? What did you? Like, mean? why do you need the extra destruction of your digestive system in order to make sure they don't come back after you've already set it on fire? I mean, they're not barbarians. They're gonna cook it. <laughs> you're gonna. Cook you're not it. listening to me. <laughs> Just keep going. Uh, so Henry David Thoreau wrote in his journal, uh, 26th of September, 1859, the savage in man is never quite eradicated. I have just read of a family in Vermont who several of its members having died of consumption just burned the lungs and heart and liver of the last deceased in order to prevent any more from having it. So mm-hmm. Thoreau's like, 
I heard those people in Vermont are like burning people out in the woods. And they're like, yeah. Um, so what? Uh, when rural Rhode Islanders moved west into Connecticut, the people in Connecticut were like, what the hell's wrong with you? We just burn Eating hearts. <laughs> we just burn them here. I love it. And cut them up. They called them uneducated and vicious. Mmm, fun. Uh, hey, that, that heart? Are you gonna eat that? Are you gonna eat that? Are you? Are you gonna? <laughs> Sorry. Are you gonna eat that heart? I mean, we got the fire going. They're like, Rhode Island's terrible. Dude, we're just roasting it. They're like, oh, what kind of heart is that? And they're like, human. Yeah. Also, don't, so. just don't eat dead people. Yeah. That have been buried. I mean. Already. What's, okay, so it's being buried that you object to? It's the time. The how long like they've been 1840s? dead? 1840s? Oh no! Okay, <laughs> it's like this person's been in this box rotting for months. They don't preserve them in any way. What they're if they're rotting in there? And what if they're they... kept frozen? What if it's winter? No. <laughs> See, I feel like you're just trying to put like, up roadblocks. No, I'm like if if they just died, I wouldn't have such a problem with it. Like if this was just common practice for a new dead person. Yeah. But I'm very against corpse eating. See, so. I'm against corpse eating when they're infected with tuberculosis. Yeah, that's bad too. That's the bad part. But you cook it out, right? <laughs> uh, that's true. <laughs> I had a microbiology class where they they told the story of they have a potluck. The microbiology department has a potluck. Oh, that's dangerous. And one of them Don't somehow, never go to that. it was never explained how this happened or, like, what kind of lab mm-hmm. safety rules they had going on. But one of the professors said he accidentally knocked, like, a vial of E. coli into no. his um, chili. What? He's like, oh, crap. So he just, like, cooked, cooked, it? cooked it for ages oh on the right, <laughs> right heat. Just make some new chili. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, and then he served it. We've talked about it a little bit, mm-hmm. but I die of TB. Yep, and you wonder if I'm a vampire, mm-hmm. uh, which could 100% be true with us. You, you dig me up, yeah. How do you know if I'm a vampire or if I just died the normal way? The normal, the normal, uh, blood, where, when, how, uh, how much, what is mouth it like, mouth, what kind of blood, black, okay. <laughs> What else? We've talked about this a little uh, bit. If you, I don't know, if you have bite marks. Okay. Scratches. Scratches. trying to get out of your coffin. I mean, if the vampire is a good vampire, they should already have been getting out, right? Otherwise you wouldn't I don't think. know. Well, you have to scratch to get out in the first place, though. Oh, maybe. Maybe you'd return. Maybe. To your home. You've, to my home. <laughs> yeah. At night. So, the things they looked for, blood around the mouth. Ha! You got that. A bloated corpse, Mm -hmm. a heart with blood still in it. Interesting. And nails and hair that appeared to be longer than when they were buried. Ah. Those last three are... growing? uh, uh, The skin pulls back. Okay. Uh, They don't keep growing. Sure. So it it, it may look look like like they do. Yeah, those last three are completely normal for all corpses. Right. Because why wouldn't there still be blood in your heart? Yeah. So That's where uh, it if, pumps from. If they dig you up, chances are very likely that you'll be a vampire. It's the blood mouth. That's it's, the weird thing. It's the blood mouth. But, like, if you have TB... Yeah. There you go. But yeah. I have... I have uh, incidences okay. with actual people to talk about. Please. So, the first one is 
a guy named Frederick Ransom okay. of South Woodstock, Vermont. Hmm. So this is uh, an interesting case. He died of tuberculosis on Valentine's Day. That's adorable. 18th Adorable. <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. You're so cute. Freddie, you're so cute when you die on Valentine's Day. Adorable. In 1817, at the age of 20, he's a college student from Dartmouth College, well-to-do family. Okay. So he's unusual. I mean, he's going to Dartmouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was. I thought that was going to be a hick joke. No. Okay. It was like, he's well-to-do, he's going to Dartmouth. Yeah, he's going to Dartmouth. <laughs> Which even then is like, oh, it's like pretty good school. Pretty good school. Okay school. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's not a hick. He's not out in the boondocks. No. He's going to an Ivy, babe. Yeah. Uh, but his dad was worried that maybe Freddie would attack his family now that he was dead. Huh. So he had him exhumed and his heart burned on a blacksmith's forge. Cool. Town records report... Hundreds of onlookers attending. That's I would go. That's amazing. The original Woodstock was very strange. I love it. <laughs> but I'm like, I would have gone to OG Woodstock. OG Woodstock. Yeah, where like they... like hippies and drugs. <laughs> no, but like burning hearts in the blacksmith. We place? took we yeah. took out the son's heart. And we burned it on the forge. Amazing. <laughs> what? I want to go to that. Vermont, you are. Next F- time somebody <laughs> asks me when I want to go back in time, it's to that. <laughs> it's to that. Yeah. I just want to be there and be like, what in the F? It's, uh... It's just... Like, how do you even get that many people around to forge? Uh, I don't know. Depends on how big it is. Like, was there... People are on each other's shoulders, is what I imagine. It's like a fair. It's like a carnival. Yeah. And they've moved, like, uh, stools so they can stand taller. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Wikipedia is kind of a class snob. It's like it was unusual that he should fall victim to the vampire panic, which was most wasn't common. he rich enough to pay off the disease? <laughs> oh, it's weird. His family did that. They're rich enough to know better. Hmm. That one doctor told us the reason that you get this is because you're poor. Yeah. So and you want things, right? It's it's just mad to me that we have documented evidence about this because often these rituals were. Uh, clandestine and lantern lit affairs. Right. In the night, you don't want people to know. It's It's like just your family and like close friends. It's an intimate affair. Cute. Uh, but particularly in Vermont, they were huge festive ordeals. The whole Mm -hmm. town would get involved. I love it. Uh, one vampire heart, uh... I've never wanted to go to Vermont more. Yeah. I do in the past when this is happening. One was torched uh, in the town green in Manchester. Hundreds of people flocked uh, to, um, I think this must be another one. Yeah, because it's way earlier. It's a 1793 heart-burning ceremony at another blacksmith's forge. Cool. Timothy Mead officiated at the altar in the sacrifice to the demon vampire, who it was believed was still sucking the blood of the then-living wife of Captain Burton, an early town history says. Mm. It was the month of February and good slaying. Hmm. <laughs> They're both in February? Yeah. What is it about February that makes the vampires happen? I mean, when do people get sick a lot? When do people get coughs? The most people in the year die in January. I mean, it's around then. When would you start digging people up who died in January? February. Mm. I was born in February. What does that mean? What is it? I mean, it means your parents did it. Nine months previously. Does that mean I'm going to vampire? No. Does it mean I'm a vampire right now? Maybe no. I was born a vampire. I don't think you understand how dying works. 
<laughs> Maybe I was born dead. <laughs> okay. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Nancy. Nancy from Foster, Rhode Island, 1827. Another famous vampire. Uh, Nancy was 19 years old in 1827, living with her father, mother, seven brothers, and sisters. She fell ill and died within a month. Hmm. And it looked like her sister was going to join her. A short time after Nancy died in summer, neighbors and friends of the family came together and dug up Nancy's remains Mm. because other people were getting sick. And what other conceivable plan of action would there be other than to dig up Nancy? They built a pyre, burning the body while the members of the family gathered around. And, uh... Uh, they they smoked Nancy. Cool. They they breathed in the. I mean, don't do that. That's what they did. You need a gas mask if you do this. They got high on that good Nancy oh, vape. It's very creepy. It's, yeah. I'm sure none of them will get TB now. Yeah, definitely not. That they're literally breathing her death into their lungs. You know what's weird though? What? It didn't work. What didn't work? Uh, Nancy's sister died in August. Oh. And then there was another... Shocker. Yeah, another sibling uh, every they few months. Did they roast her, too? Uh, I don't think they did. No, they realized after Nancy that they just sucked. And yeah, failed. another five siblings died, and then there was wow. only one sister left. The standing theory, I guess, is that the family well was contaminated. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Nancy killed them all as a ghost. Or maybe ghost. Mm-hmm. Or maybe... Maybe she's so mad about them burning her body that she became a vengeful ghost. Yeah, or maybe burning vampires doesn't work, idiots. Mm. Do you ever think about your killing? In modern lore, it usually does. Yeah. How do we know? Almost everything in media, if you set it on fire, it'll die. I mean, because that's true with most things. Yeah. Fire's good. <laughs> Fire's fire good. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm in our, like, D&D, I have, like, two different kinds of fire spells. Yeah. I, mean, I have regular be... fire, and then I got hell fire. Nice. So if one of them doesn't work, the other one will work. <laughs> the other one will work. It's like, oh, you have too much faith? Well, then I'll just set you on regular fire. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you're not affected by regular fire because you're an ice monster? Hell fire. Hell fire. Now the demons are burning mm. you from inside. Those satans are lighting up. Mm. Get lit. Getting... You are blazing. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> just like Nancy. Uh-huh. Nancy was blazing. Nancy is a name that just transcends time and space. Nancy deserves it's like, better. Nancy could be a name from any time period, and I would believe it. <laughs> Nancy. It could be like ancient Rome, and I'd be like, sure. 2500 BC. <laughs> yeah. Nancy. Of Egypt. Sure. Why not? <laughs> you know why not. No. You I know be- why. I believe it. <laughs> Nancy of China. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one actually... Yeah? Like, Nancy. if you just... It's like you're just pronouncing it wrong. Yeah. Like, like it's like an X instead. <laughs> or a Z, Nancy. Nancy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, sorry, uh, people listening. I don't think anyone listens from China, so I think we're safe. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of Japanese listeners, so they're like, That's yeah, true. China, Nancy. <laughs> lol, lol. They'll love it. Oh, dear. We should not... Make claims <laughs> of other people being racist. I agree. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. Japan and China. So I got more. Mercy Lena Brown. She was called uh, hmm. Mercy, but they called her Lena. I'm begging you for mercy. The most famous American vampire of all. Oh. Except for Tommy Wiseau. Is uh, Mercy Brown. Her is that how you say his last name? 
Uh, there's a lot of, I mean, it's a made up name, first of all, sure. so you can pronounce it any way you want. Okay, that's good. I've just, I've never not to say it. I look at it and I just go, I just, my brain takes a nap immediately. It apparently is based on the French word for bird. Yeah, it looks like that. Uh, but then you put a W in front. Gotcha. Cause yeah, I always want to say oizo, which is close. Yeah. That's I'm not pronouncing it very well, but that makes sense. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway. Anyway. So her family consisted of Father George, Mother Mary Liza, daughter also named Mary, son Edwin, and two other children who are not important. Couldn't care less. No, seriously, no one cares. I barely care about the second daughter named Mary. Right. Uh, So this is why this is famous. This one happened in 1893. Mm. That's not very... That's not very long ago. No. That's not... So we have a record of this? Like, people who were alive then could still be alive, who were born then, could still possibly be alive. Uh-huh. They're very old. They're very old. But, like, they could still be alive. Someone, Some people live to be, like, 120. Someone who uh, did this to Mary could still, Mercy, whatever her name is, sure. could still be alive right now. I mean, probably not someone who did it to her, because they would have to be, like, 20. Yeah, maybe I mean, like, like, maybe one of her younger siblings, though. Oh, okay. If they were, like, a baby. Yeah. So it happened in Exeter, Rhode Island. Okay. Uh, Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Like much of... My second home. (laughs) Like much of agrarian New England was uh, pretty sparse, uh, even more sparsely populated than usual. Mm. Uh, Civil War casualties had taken their toll on the community. Sure. So it just blows my mind like, oh, we're past the Civil War. Oh, nuts. We're done with that, and oh, we're still... Oh, nuts. Destroying people. There's, like, cars in the world. <laughs> what? Street lamps exist. There's electricity. What's wrong with you? Right. Well, it's, like, early. Tesla's having yeah. a party right now. Tesla, somewhere in the world, is having a party, and you're dealing with vampires out in the woods. Ooh, Tesla being a vampire hunter <laughs> and hunting them with electricity. Oh, wow. Amazing. Okay, so... Or Tesla's Frankenstein. <laughs> Tesla's Frankenstein. Victor, I mean, when I say Frankenstein. Yeah. By 1892, the year that she died, uh, Exeter's population had dipped to just 961. I love the name Exeter. It's nice. I don't know why. It has an X. There's something very, like, and it feels fancy. I think it's British. Exeter. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know. Hope it's not like Exit, like, you know how British names... No. Never. If it was British, it would not be called that. I know. Uh, A lot of farms were abandoned, so it's that same, like, ghost town, spooky, scary. Yes. Setting. Take you back to the spooky, scaries. Mm -hmm. Mercy's. Spooky, scary skeletons. Mercy's mother, Mary Brown, (laughs) died of consumption first, followed by within a year of of the Brown's eldest daughter, Mary Olive. Okay. So she dies at TB. Yes. Which and is also consumption. The, which is also consumption. Followed by the eldest daughter, Mary Olive. Bye. At some point, Mercy and the Browns' only son, Edwin, come down with consumption. Oh, I have a question. Yes. So, um, so the daughter, who's the second Mary, does she only... Is she... Uh, I guess she was already born. She's like, an, she's like an adult. When her siblings die. Oh, uh, Mercy the Vampire uh-huh. uh, is, like, 19 Okay, when most of this happens. Her her uh, 
older sister who does die okay. is like 24 or something. What's, what's the younger Mary? How old is she? Uh, okay, so there's Mary Brown, the mother. Okay. Mary, the daughter, and yes. Mercy, the daughter. Okay. Mercy. I thought the... that two of the daughters were named Mary. Yeah. And like sometimes <laughs> they do that when one of them dies, but then I was like, you just said her mom died, and yeah. so then she can't exist. I'll call her Lena, which I'm sure is actually why they called her yeah, Lena. Because that's so too much many. less confusing. Uh, so, Lena and Edwin get sick. Yeah. And they send Edwin out to live in Colorado to basically a sanatorium to try and get rid of the disease, which happened a lot. I saw. How strange. I saw a documentary one time about. They had like a ton of hospitals up in the mountains because. Weird. They. Because they, they had like nothing better to do with them they before they found a cure that was kind of it just like send them somewhere nice and hope their lungs work okay like the fresh mountain air or whatever yeah sure so there was a lot of sending people west and they did for edwin but they didn't do it for lena into the west because you know hell with her i guess i mean girls girls you got extras yeah it's fine in 1891 edwin returned home because uh like, the treatment hadn't worked. He was basically just coming home to die. Sweet. Hospice. The, the re- relaxation spa in Colorado did not work. Your nice vacation to <laughs> uh, Boulder. To Boulder. Didn't work. It was not effective. Yeah, skiing didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> the skiing was terrible. <laughs> Coughing blood all over the mountain. And gross. <laughs> Blazing it all over Colorado. Didn't work. Didn't work. Weird. Marijuana doesn't cure everything. Hey, weird. <laughs> uh, so Lena got the galloping consumption. So she had... So real fast. Had probably contracted it earlier, like when Edwin had, maybe. Right. And sleeper. The, the sleeper <laughs> TB. Yeah. The sleeper teebs. No. So she died within a couple months mm. uh, and was laid to rest in the cemetery in an above-ground tomb, because I think she died in January. No, that's how you get vampires. It's like, oh, well, there it is. That's that one, the problem. That one's real. That one is you a vampire. You gotta keep them down. Uh, so that's why I did mention, like, what if they're kept frozen? Mm. Because you can't dig a grave in the New England winter. Right, because the ground is frozen. It's so frozen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they put her in, like, a crypt. Crypt keeper. Uh, I kind of want to be in a crypt. Right now? No. <laughs> when I die. Did that I sound a like, little threatening? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Um, like in a mausoleum, you know? Yeah. They're so pretty and cool. Mm-hmm. And then it's easier for me if I'm a vampire. Yeah. So. Pretty much. Yeah. So, Lena dies. Something. She's putting uh, her crypt. Yeah. For the winter. Edwin's getting worse, and the residents of the town are getting a little freaked out. Antsy. Rumors start spreading. People think they're seeing Lena out walking around. Ooh. And, uh... Everybody going crazy. Out out amongst the graves in the cemeteries, just cruising around. Why are they going by the graves in the cemetery? Maybe Um, don't go over there. That's a good question. At the nighttime. (laughs) That's why you would have been burned as a witch. (laughs) Like, why are you over there? And they're like, yeah. killer. <laughs> it's like when people are like, did I see you at that gay bar? It's like, why were you at the gay bar? Uh, nothing. And then they just shoot him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> You're a witch. My secret to keep. Witch, please. Witch, please. She's a vampire, clearly. Right. All the townspeople got together and they come to George Brown, the dad, 
They're and like, we gotta set your daughter on fire. They kind of do. They're like, let's do this, man. If the offending corpse, the Providence Journal, which is, we know most of this from, here's the best part, a reporter attended the ceremony. Cool. Like, I'm imagining the editors of the paper <laughs> being like, you need to get there right now. I need you to go. Because they're going to do something nuts. You know what's my favorite thing is that, like, being a reporter is always the same no matter what year it is. Yeah. Like, the people who are in charge of giving you news, <laughs> it's always like, holy balls, I can't believe this is happening. Get there right now. Do it. Right now. Get there right now. We need you to be there because something's going to go down and what is even happening. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so the... Providence Journal uses the term vampire, but it's notable, I think, that the locals did not use that term. Okay. This was... Uh, Different. Well, you know, it was like the fashion, right? Because this is the 1890s, right? Right. It's very late. So, like, Frankenstein had come out, some early vampire novels Uh, had come out. Okay. Uh, They know... Dracula. They use it. Uh, The... I want to say peasants were not using that term. Right. That they were treating the it plebs. as such. Yes. Uh, but they were pretty sure, they were positive mm-hmm. that uh, if you can search, find, destroy this vampire, then Edwin will be cured and recover. Yeah. So the neighbors asked to exhume the bodies, all the bodies. So the mother, the eldest daughter, oh. and Lena. Jeez. Even though they think it's just Lena. I'm not... I, actually, I'm not sure if they knew it was Lena, but there's, like, it's, okay. it's someone. They know it's someone in this family. Yeah, gotcha. because your son isn't getting better, so... We even sent him to the beautiful spa... Yeah. ...in Colorado. Colorado. That always fixes everyone. ...work. So the neighbors asked to exhume the bodies, and they want to check for fresh blood in all the hearts. Right. Which is actually, if they did suspect it was Lena is really smart, because then you can, like, check. Right. You're like, well, we have some, like, ones that we're, we think aren't vampires, and one we think is a vampire. Uh, so and then if you're right check. about any of them, you're still yeah. stellar. So, but yeah. A reporter from uh, the Providence Journal showed up and, and like, watched, what the shiz. watched the whole thing. Amazing. You can imagine the editors just losing their minds. Mm-hmm. Um, I can hear them in the the past (laughs) just screaming. Right. And I wrote down, I was so flabbergasted by the year 1893 that I looked up, like, some stuff that had happened. In 1893? uh, In, like, early 1893, because it's, um, I think they dig them up in March. Sure. So early 19, or 1893 and, like, late 1892. Uh So, like, what's going on in the world? Right. What would you, as this reporter, have in your head as the world being what it is mm-hmm. when you go to watch these people dig up their family members and light them on fire or whatever they're going to do? Lay it on me. Uh, the Coca-Cola company in Georgia was founded. Okay. Uh, someone in New York patented the Escalator. The Carnegie Whoa. Music Hall is coming up on its first or second year anniversary. Cool. Thomas Edison made a motion picture camera and patented radio. Boo. Rudolf Diesel obtained a patent for his internal combustion engine. Awesome. Grover Cleveland uh, just gets inaugurated as the 24th president. I thought you were going to say just exists. No, he's <laughs> he, there. He's, he's there. He's there at the burning. Good old Grover. He helps them dig up the body. 
And that's only two weeks before they dig it up. He gets inaugurated. Two mm-hmm. weeks later, he's in Rhode Island. You're lying about that, right? I mean, I don't know. It's not true. <laughs> okay. So it's not, but continue. Okay. So you mentioned the political scandal. So burning, <laughs> amazing. Grover, Grover, vampire killer. So in the journal, it says that Mr. Brown was uh, quote satisfying the neighbors. So it doesn't sound like he wanted to do it, right? But the, they have like a mob on their hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the father asks that a physician come, uh, Doctor Metcalf, and they dig up all three of them. The mom and the older sister are a couple years dead by now, and they're, so they're decom- pretty gross. They're decomposing as would be expected. Yeah, so they're like almost gone, really. But surprise, Mercy is different. She's only a couple months dead, and she's been in a freezer the whole time. Right. So she looks brand new. She looks pretty brand new. Her face kind of has a flush, not she decomposed. Looks like yeah, she looks like Lenin. They're like, why is she an old Russian man? <laughs> Weird. Something. Stab her she, in the she's heart. She's a vampire. <laughs> old Russian man from the future. What? Whoa. Your daughter is definitely a vampire, Kill dude. It. Kill it. So the villagers noted that it was too well preserved. Suspiciously well preserved. Suspicious. She died in winter, and it's still winter, and she's... Not decomposing. What's up? What up with that? What's up with that? She's broken. So they... Or fixed, depending. They they cut out, open her chest. Of course. And examined uh, all of their innards. Mm. I think they did everything. But they examined Lena's organs. The newspaper said also her heart uh, and liver had blood in it. And it was... Uh, there's often blood in those places. Yep. It was liquid blood, which they interpreted as fresh blood. Mm. Uh, but Meaningless. Uh, meaningless. But it was taken as evidence. Yes. Uh, so they cut her heart out, and they burned it on a nearby rock. Cool. And had a little cookout. Did they eat it? Then they fed the ashes to Edwin. Ew. The idea was uh, that... corpse medicine! <laughs> no! Gotcha! Gotcha! gross and it doesn't work i mean we've already been kind of doing corpse medicine but they right? weren't feeding before they were just eating it now they're like feeding it to the boy specifically who already has the problem they made a they made a ash. at least it's still ash, at least it's ashes now so hopefully all the death is burned out of it yeah hopefully the the ash smoothie of your sister oh it's the most disgusting thing <laughs> in the world uh edwin died two months later i mean yeah <laughs> They're like, how did that not work? <laughs> how did your sister's smoothie not work? <sighs> Immediately. Terrible. <clears throat> so the same year that Mercy Lena was dug up and burned and made into a smoothie, <sighs> there was a young man touring the United States from England. He stopped to talk to Thoreau, in fact. Uh, he was a London stage manager and aspiring novelist. Mm-hmm. And he, we think... Aren't we all... We think he probably heard about what happened to Lena, uh, but his name was Bram Stoker. Uh-huh. What up? Gothic masterpiece Dracula was published three years later. Nice. Yeah. Isn't one of them named Lena? Or uh, something Lucy, close? Which okay. some people are like, Lena, Mercy, Lena, Lucy. Uh, young girl who's a vampire and they have to dig her up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, a doctor oversees everything. Mm-hmm. Like... Maybe. It's like my ancestor who became Stefano uh, in Shakespeare play. 
one of these articles had a comment section. Oh, I think it was no. I think it was one of the Smithsonian articles. But they were just so out there and I have to read them to you. I'm excited. So the first one says there are no vampires, just rumors. I don't believe it until I saw it. There there are shy. Why don't come out? It like a mad cow story, blah blah. <laughs> okay, hold on. So they don't believe in vampires. You got plus anything from that? Plus one for them. Two, they think that mad cow disease is fake, is what that sounds like to me. Minus one, because it's not fake. Blah blah is my favorite. I like that they're mad that there's an article about vampires because they're not real, even though clearly people like were acting like they're real, which is what it sounds like the article is probably about, and that the Smithsonian's not like, they're vampires, don't hey, you know? Hey. Here's the real history of real vampires. So, my theory Jeez. is that this is actually Tommy Wiseau hosting. <laughs> blah, blah. Mad cow. <laughs> Let's read. There are no vampires, just rumors. I don't believe it. Until I saw it, there are shy. Why didn't come out. It like a mad cow story. Blah blah. <laughs> That's exactly like it. <laughs> I think it's. I believe it. <laughs> Trying to uh, protest too much. I think. Mm-hmm. So the next one, it isn't replying to anything, which is I think what really makes it. Okay. It just says no because most vampires are good at blending in. Okay. I think that is to the article they say no. 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 That's my favorite part. It is replying to something. It's just to the article. <laughs> no. And then there's <laughs> there's the third one, which just shows you there's there's all types. Mm. It says, I'm a vampire, and Plazas help me how to control it. And then there's six exclamation points. Okay. And then it gives a code. Code something. If you know how, just tell me. I'll know how to get to you as soon as you can. They are coming. Okay. <laughs> Who's coming? Someone responded to this comment and said, they are no vampire in Philippines. I'm sure that's not true. They're all over the world. They don't care where you are. These are all so too specific. I think all of these people are vampires. Probably. <laughs> anyway, that's hysterical history. Hey. Uh, we already said leave a comment. We have email. Share this with vampires that you know. Yeah, send them to a vampire and let them know that we know. Yep, we know that you know that they're a vampire. Yep. And uh, if you don't tear out their heart and burn it and then eat it, <laughs> you're, uh, you're only doing yourself a disservice. Yeah, everyone around you, you'll will die. die. <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> <Nice. laughs> beautiful. Everyone you love will die. Yeah, so. you. And then those thousands of gooses that geese, died on, geese. on Mars will have died yep. for nothing. For nothing. The Ge- aliens stole them goose? for nothing. <laughs> geese? Geese? <laughs> My favorite card is humanity card is just geese. Geese. It's always funny. Yeah, that's what, what that's are my parents why? hiding from me? Geese. geese. Like, they just have a room full, filled with geese. What are the UFOs? And they've soundproofed, because you can't hear the honking, apparently. Uh, why did the UFOs... Take a thousands of them. Geese. Of ge- <laughs> what? Geese? No, like, what did the, what did the aliens take from Earth? Like, what, what did they come to Earth for? Geese. Thousands of them. All the geese. Well. Another fair one is bees. Bees? Always funny. Geese. And what did you bring to show and tell? Bees? Bees? <laughs> You're confused. You're not sure. Like, I think they're bees? Okay, well. 
Uh, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. 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 <laughs>